Yo, this your boy Calvin, everybody. Thanks for joining Lace Em Up again. But before we get into the good show, let's talk about Amazon.com and taking this quick survey. The website 1515 Ave, we're affiliates with Amazon. Shop all you want. Hey, all proceeds go to the website for good reasons. So shop Amazon, do your thing, and help us out. Also, take a quick survey to help us out again. Make sure you click on that survey. Simple and plain, quick and easy. I promise. Look, man, it'll make us better, make the show better, and all in all, just make everybody happy. So, shop Amazon, take the quick survey. That's it, man. And with that being said, let's lay some up. What's good, everybody? This your boy, Calvin. Yo, I'm Edwin. Edwin's, Edwin's at the studio right now, you know, due to a little circumstances, you know, sickly kids and everything. But, hey, we still got to do what we got to do. I know you guys have been waiting. Calvin and Edwin's pound for pound list is coming out on this episode. And we just got a lot to talk about. You know, Edwin doesn't have current events. He said, F all that. Let's just get down to business. So, that being said, we about to lace them up. And the first topic is the Crawford vs. Postal recap. Now, if you guys saw, Edwin and I, we, we chose Victor Postal. And, well, wow, were we wrong? Um, Edwin, do you, do you want to just go ahead and talk about this, this fight that happened? And, and what's your takes on, on Terrence Crawford? Like, is he legit? Look, man, look. <clears throat> I said it the show before. I had a hard time picking. I said, if, you know, Paul Stoke can get the jab out there and box, you know, he can win the fight. I don't guarantee you he was going to win the fight. You know, I said if Terrence Crawford comes around and does what he does, he's going to win the fight. Right. So it just ended up being that Terrence Crawford did what he was supposed to do. And I don't know if Paul Stoke got stage fright or whatever. Um, he lost. And he lost bad. It wasn't like a close fight. It wasn't a, you know, fight of the year contender. And it wasn't anything that I was excited about other than watching Crawford whoop his ass. Like, literally gave him a boxing clinic on how to kick someone's ass in a boxing ring. I mean, Crawford was flawless. I, I don't know one thing that I thought he did wrong. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, is Crawford the real deal? Fuck yes. I think this <laughs> kid, uh, you know... I think he can beat the best of them, to be honest with you, bro. Hey, hold on. Before before you tell the fans what you t- what you was telling me, let me just give my take on this fight. This fight was not a fight of the year candidate, which I which I thought it was going to be. It was a it was a coming out party for Terrence Crawford. You know, I mean, I think if he's not fighting Floyd Mayweather or or Manny Pacquiao, you know, I'm not betting against Terrence Crawford ever again. Now. Back to what you were saying, a lot of people don't know what me and you and I were talking about. I asked you, is Terrence Crawford, can he beat the likes of Floyd Mayweather and Manny Pacquiao? What was your answer? Can he beat them? Yes. Did you guys hear what he just said? Let's let's re, let's rewind that. Edwin, can Terrence Crawford beat the likes of Floyd Mayweather and Manny Pacquiao? Yes, because his game is just well-rounded, man. He has a killer attack. 
The thing that he does that other guys don't do is he switches up to southpaw from orthodox. It really throws people off, dude, when you can do that and do it good. Okay. He carries power both hands evenly. He not only goes in there and can outbox you, but he also holds one of the higher uh, percentages of where his opponents don't land on him much. Okay. You know, Floyd was up at in the 20s. I get that. But that's all he does is run. And you got someone like Crawford who's super fast, super powerful, and he also can mix in his own defense. You know, that's a killer thing, dude, to have if you're a champion or someone in the game of boxing. Like, you have to have a lot of your tools in that tool bag if you're going to do your job. And some fighters are just come forward and rush fighters. Some guys are just aggressive come forward fighters. Some guys are non-defensive at all, come forward fighters. And then you got boxers. You got boxers that are defensive. You got boxers that are offense and defensive. You got boxers that have good offense and good defense, but they don't have much power. And then you got boxers that are just well fucking rounded and have power. They have speed. They have technical skill. They got a lot of experience. They got, you know, good skills in the ring when it comes to defense and offense, everything. So that's Terrence Crawford, man. Wow. He's got everything you want in a tool shed if you're a trainer and you're trying to get a boxer. You know, you're trying to bring somebody into the game. Wow. You know, the I, I, my is, go ahead. My thing is, can Floyd defensively get away from this guy? I'm sure he can, but... This kid has the same, uh, he's got a, you know, he's got a Chevy motor running in him. You know what I'm saying? He's from fucking Omaha, Nebraska. Came from nothing. Still lives in nothing, but he's humble. He's real cool. He's about his people. He's trying to make shit happen, dude. So I think when you got that kind of guy in the game, it's dangerous because Floyd, Floyd don't want none of that kid. That kid's going to come out have nothing to lose. And you see how he fought Postol, who was 5'10", for fucking Christ's sake. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, he just made him look like a, a amateur. He you know, did. I think Earl Spence will get murdered by Terrence Crawford, if you Whoa. ask me. I mean, I just think this kid is ridiculous. Dude, I don't know. Like, he has everything in the tool shit. You know, like, even Timothy Bradley, who sparred with him, doesn't want to fight him in a real fight, you know, for, for you know, pro fight. He wants to just spar with him. But, I mean, this kid's dangerous, man. You know, Freddie doesn't want him to fight Pacquiao. You know, I understand shit. I wouldn't want Pacquiao fighting this kid either. <laughs> wow. So, wow, man. Well, that's Edwin's take on Terrence Crawford. Me, personally, you know, I think he is the real deal. You know, I like, like Edwin said, he has all the tools and all the intangibles. You know, he... Like you said, Postal was about 5'10", 5'11", you know, and Terrence Crawford... Just made him look like a like like you said like an amateur, but do I see now, Edwin? Do, I, I'm I don't know man like I'm I'm torn. The whole if Crawford Pacquiao fought because can can he is he okay with the bright lights? Yeah, he did bright lights at HBO, but can he get? Is he not like would he not get stage fright? I mean, we saw what Canelo did. Canelo went straight ghost against Floyd. Um, Robert Guerrero. Yeah, but Canelo also didn't, hasn't done what this kid's done. This kid fought on a Floyd Mayweather, uh, he fought on a Manny Pacquiao undercard last minute and went and fought Breeze Prescott at 147 and whooped his ass. Right. And this kid came from 135. 
Yeah. That's a hard rubber champion. That's some 1980s, 1990s golden age of boxing type shit right there. That's some shit that Leonard, Hearns, uh, you know, all those guys back in the day when they wanted to be the best did that. And he did that. And he did that years ago before Amir Khan jumped up to fight Canelo, before Kell Brook's fat ass got in the ring with, uh, you know, Golovkin. All this stuff, these two did it first, you know? Yeah. So, okay. I don't know, dude. That's a big thing, especially Greedy Prescott. Well, who did Greedy Prescott knock out back in the day? Amir Khan. Yeah, he handed Amir Khan his first loss yeah. in the first round. And this kid walks in there, goes up two weight classes, and says, fuck you, take this, bitch, and beats him, like, easy. Yeah, okay. And then he's going against Prestol, who's 28-0. and 0, Yeah. And he goes in there and dominates him. He doesn't just beat him he embarrassed him dude he made him look like a fucking just a kid who went to the gym that day to spar never had experience that's what he made Pistol look like all right well stay tuned who is terence crawford's next opponent we have no clue um could it be manny pacquiao we never know i mean we just have to wait and see but hey kudos to terence crawford he is now the undisputed junior welterweight champion of the world Speaking of champions, we got a champion that went down in injury. Deontay Wilder, the WBC heavyweight champion, is done for 2016. He um, had to have surgery on his hand and bicep. He actually had to have a second uh, procedure on his hand. He, he, got the, the, he got his hand done first. Then he got the bicep done. But then now he got to go back for a second one on his hand. Uh, this guy... That just shows you how hard this guy hits, man. I mean, me, hey, and we'll get into this later on our pound for pound list, but I don't care what nobody say. Deontay Wilder is the truth, man. I'm loving it. I'm liking it. You know, he 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 could have finished off Chris Ariola earlier than he could have, but he didn't. Um, do you believe that Deontay Wilder is the future of heavyweight boxing? Now, um, word is that Wilder and Anthony Joshua will be fighting early 2017. I just saw that. Um, it's premature, but what it's just going around, swirling around right now. So, um, you have anything to say about Deontay Wilder, man, or are you good? Or Great fight. Um, I knew he was going to do that. Uh, you know, the injury sucks. Because it's going to delay him coming out. He might not be as fresh. Right. Uh, I'm kind of worried about that if he goes into a Joshua fight like that. Right. Um, dude, Joshua, he's pretty damn good, man. And he is. Like what I saw in his last fight. So, I mean, to be honest with you, dude, I don't think that uh, Deontay would have such an easy night against uh, someone like Joshua. No. And Joshua has power as well. Yeah, they. He's a medalist. Yeah, he is, and um, and also they're saying that this fight will be taking place at in Vegas. So, but where in Vegas? Oh well, then I give the fight to to um, I give it to Wilder right now. Because, but see, this is the thing though. I also heard that um, Joshua got to go through a whole bunch of stuff because this dude got a criminal record. So in order for him to come to the U.S. He he gotta uh he gotta take he gotta take care of all his legal issues and like a lot of people didn't know he had an illegal had a legal issue so um 
in order for him to come over here and fight in Vegas, he got to take care of his his personal business first. I never really had legal issues. Never really. I didn't either. So, um, but yeah, heal up, Deontay, come back, show all the haters what's up. That's all I got to say about that. You know, um, we also got a big fight that Ellen and I both love. It's coming up this Saturday. Leo Santa Cruz, Carl Frampton is dubbed unbeaten at the Barclays Center in Brooklyn, New York. Dude. Now, That's exciting, dude. This is exciting right here. This is if you if if you're not a fan of boxing, you need to watch this fight right here. I mean, Leo Santa Cruz to me is is up and coming. He's on the rise. Like this guy throws a thousand punches around. Like what? What else can you not like about this kid? I mean, Carl Frampton is no joke. You know, the jackal, he, he, he he's serious. And, you know, and me personally, this fight can go either way. I'm going to go with Leo Santa Cruz on this one, you know, because I'm not only because I'm a fan of his, but I just think that, you know, he's going to just be too much for Carl Frampton to handle. So um, give me give me Leo Santa Cruz on this one. I'm going to take Leo Santa Cruz. Got the size, the length. Maybe the strength to just go beat this guy up and punish him. Yeah. Uh, I like Frampton too, man. I think Styles make fights. This might be a scrapper for the start of it, but I don't know if Frampton's going to be able to hold his chin like Santa Cruz can, you know? Yeah. I don't think so either. And, you know, I hate to see somebody, you know, lose that O. And I hate to see it. It has to be one of these two because they're very likable kids. And, but. That's the game. That's part of the game. You know, you, you you win some and you lose some. So, I just hope that fight turns out to be a great one. You know, uh, it has a good undercard, too. You know, Paulie Malignaggi's on there. And it's the return of Mikey Garcia after a two-and-a-half-year layoff, dude. Wow. Mikey Garcia is back. What date is Mikey fighting again? He's fighting on the undercard. No way. Already? Oh, man. Yeah, he's on the undercard of Santa Cruz and Frampton. I think he's going to have ring rust like a mofo. That's what a lot of people are saying. I mean, did he come? is he coming back too early is the question. I I personally don't. I don't know, man. I mean, I think it's he, he needs to redeem himself. You know, it's it's not only Bob Aram's fault and Top Rank's fault, but it's, it's his fault as well that he's been off for this long. You know, you... He should have just fought. Like you said, you said, now you said this in numerous, numerous past episodes. You've always said Mikey Garcia should have just fought his ass. Don't care about what Bob Aaron talking about. Get your money. Get your fights. When your contract is up, just fucking leave. Just fucking go. That's like, all he I had to do. I, I, I don't know why they do this to themselves. Andre Ward included, you know, like. Dude, like, you waste all the time not fighting, you know? Yeah. Like, you have already had Kovalevs and stuff like that already, you know? Even though he's talking about this shit right now. Exactly. Now we gotta wait for it. But, yeah. Now, um, now we're waiting, man. That's on PBC as well. You know, so it's free TV. You know, a lot of people are saying that Al, um, Al um, Heyman should just go ahead and just kill off the PBC, you know? I mean, yes, it's not living up to its potential, but at the same time, you know... You getting these good fights for the uh, and it's in there free, you know. Look, we got Keith Thurman and Sean Porter a couple few weeks ago, and that was free TV and it was a great fight. I don't think they should get rid of it, man. I mean, 
just let it go if you ask me. So, um, well, my problem is with payment is that he puts on a one PVC event a quarter that's good, right? And then the rest of them are just like babbage, right? That's why people quit HBO and Showtime for boxing, like I do. Mm-hmm. So it's like you have this farming system, like the minor leagues of baseball to set up great fights, but yet you don't do it. If right. you're advising these people to fight, then have them fucking fight each other, man. Exactly. You could be making fights right now, dude. Yep. He has so many people in his stable, even at 140, 147, that he could just make bomb-ass fights just like the Thurman Porter fight and keep them coming, but he doesn't. So that's hurting him, dude. It's like inconsistency, and, and people pick up to that kind of shit, you know? Right. Like, the fans, the fans know that, you know, most of the time when HBO is going to put on a card on a Saturday, that it's going to be freaking decent, you know what I mean? You're going to get some good shit. Right. So, whether or not the fight always turns out the way you want it, that's a different story, but you still get some of those fights. But I think Heyman has the potential to blow all these guys out of the water with free TV that he doesn't. You know, like when he had Thurman versus Porter, that was like 3 million people watching that shit. You know, that's pretty fucking good if you ask me. Yeah, oh, yeah, absolutely it is. And, you know, I hate to say this because you know how I feel about top-ranking Bob Arum, but I think that's where Bob Arum is great at. Like, he don't care if... If his fighters fight each other, you know what I mean, because he's all about the money. So, you know, he he'll he'll put he'll put Pacquiao with with Tim Bradley three times. He know that sells money, you know, and he'll he'll do that. So that's my, my, in my opinion, Calvin. A lot of people hate Bob Arum for I don't know what reason, you I know. Do, but I, I can tell you this: he's literally probably, if not the best promoter in boxing, the probably the greatest of all time. I mean, he's put together historical cards all the way around, going back to the days of Muhammad Ali. Uh-huh. So this guy, he's built careers for so many different fighters, dude, legends in the game. Right. That you can't hate on him, dude. You can't. So I give him that. I don't know, man. I respect him. I give him that. I just, I don't know. I don't know what it is about him. I don't know. But I respect him, man. Like, I just feel like he... He sometimes can be a snake, but then again, everybody can be a snake, you know, so in the sport of boxing. All right. So Santa Cruz Frampton this Saturday, PBC in Brooklyn at the Barclays. Marky Garcia's on the undercard, and so is Paula Malinaji. Now, my boy and I was going back and forth late last night, like two high school two high school kids talking about the football game tomorrow. About What's up with all this crying about money? I mean, mm-hmm. I, I don't get it. Now, if you're asking, what are you, what is Calvin and Edwin talking about? Well, let's see here. Okay. Edwin, I'm going to say, I'm going to book you to fight Manny Pacquiao. Your biggest payday. Eh, I give you about $4 million. You want to take it? It's pay-per-view? It's pay-per-view, man. Can, can I get a little percentage of that? You get you get everything. All I'm asking you, I can't give you ten million, but I can give you four. So I can get four million in some of that pay per view. I yep yeah, all I, yep. All I'm asking is if you're willing mm, to take let it. Let me think about this. So my last fight, I made one point five million. Yeah. So I'm fighting now, and I'm gonna make about. What is that? Let's see. Hmm, Four million, one point five. So I'm making about two point five million more. Is what you're telling me? And I get some pay per view money too. Yeah, yeah. 
Negro, please sign me up. Where the contract at? <laughs> look, look, I'm I'm a, I'm gonna explain to you guys why I'm talking about this. Now, I I'm gonna let... go on the biggest stage. I get to fight Manny Pacquiao. I'm getting four million dollars. Boom, just to walk into the ring, and I'm gonna get a cut of that pay per view. So if I sign this paper, that means it's gonna be a big fight. Number one, number two, a lot of people may pay for this, so that may be more money in my pocket. Top on top of that four million so why the fuck not why wouldn't i do that if i'm up and coming still haven't fought someone as great as pacquiao let me whoop his ass for the four million and then i'm gonna get big big money after that i'll be the 20 million dollar man but none of these motherfuckers think like that and and i i get it man like i don't i i, I get where you're coming from i don't understand it now ladies and gentlemen okay word is Adrian Broner wanted ten million to fight Manny Pacquiao. Bob said no. So Adrian Broner, oh by the way, he's in jail serving. He's probably like twenty some days left. But anyway, he said, "I don't want four million. I'm gone." Oh, okay, bye. Danny Garcia, hey man, you undefeated. You're a good guy. You up and coming. You know everybody knows about you. I get you four million. You want to fight Manny? I'm worth more than four million. I want ten. What the? F- fuck do you care what i don't get it this is your biggest payday you're going against an icon that you possibly can beat because he's probably on his last leg you beat him we got we got we got garcia pacquiao too and then you about to make more money because you beat him so why not take this fight now a lot of people are calling you calling danny garcia cherry picker or cherry garcia now this is funny because there's a Ben and Jerry's ice cream out called Cherry Garcia. And everybody is going crazy. They're posting Danny Garcia's. I'm going to send it to you guys, and I'm going to show you guys. And Edwin, I'll show you too. They got Danny Garcia's on the picture on the front of this ice cream carton, and it says Cherry Garcia underneath it. It's, it's just funny. But I just don't get why these get... What's up with all the crying? It's like, you if you if you have no money, you got more problems. Because we all know how people like to spend and spend and spend to the point where it's like, dang, I spent too much. Maybe I should have took that $4 million fight. You know, it's just causing it's causing for more problems. No money, to me, means more problems. So, Edwin, why, why, what do you think is going on through the, through the minds of these dudes when they refuse to take a big, a, a big payday because they feel like they, they're, they're worth more? Now, I know how you feel about Danny Garcia already. So now the word is he's fighting Andre Berto. What are your takes on that? That's a big step up, man. Nowhere, man. Uh, like, what? If you were Danny Garcia, what would you what would you do right now? Call up Bob Arum, just mm-hmm. to feel like I won. I'll say, let me have four point five. I want some pay per view, and let's get this show on the road. I mean, that's what I would do. I mean, I mean, the only time you're not going to fight someone like Manny Pacquiao is if you're worried about your O going away, okay? Yeah, right. And maybe that's something that Danny should worry about, but at the same time, if you go in there, you train hard, you got a good game plan, your father's got a big mouth, you might win the fight. And that <laughs> might put you in, in on into bigger and better things. But these kids aren't confident, they lack it, and they don't go after it, man. That's one thing I think. They went on to De La Hoya and Felix Trinidad would have shat themselves at the thought of making $4 million to fight 
you know, a legend. If they were up and comers, you know what I mean? Absolutely. So these guys are just fucking up, if you ask me, bro. Absolutely. Like, look it. Look here. Marcos Maidana. Okay. We know this dude don't deserve... He he He's good, but he ain't worth millions of dollars, okay? They told him, you only getting $3 million to fight Floyd Mayweather. His first words was, thank you. Thank you. He said, thank you. So, everybody thought he beat Floyd in Mayweather Maidana 1, which made them do Mayweather Maidana 2. He got about a point five or point six more. So he had like 3.5 or 3.6 on many on Mayweather Maidana 2. This man roughly went home with $7 million. Now he's rich. He hasn't fought since. And he has nothing to worry about. Why can't people be more like Marcos Maidana, man? Like, I just don't get it. But that just goes, I think that's the personality. Look at Danny Garcia. Look at Adrian Broner. And then you look at Marcos Maidana. You know, it's just the lifestyle, I guess, they live. And they must feel like they they need more money to survive, I guess. I have no clue. So, um, you, are you, you got anything else to say about this? Why do people are complaining about money before we go to our pound-for-pound pound list? No, man. All right. Now, Edwin, the, 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 the lovely people at Jab Hook Boxing miss you, and they said they, wanna, um, they wanted your pound-for-pound pound list. I told them I have your list, and I'll send it to them after the show. But, man, I have been getting heat from my pound-for-pound pound list. And I told them I'm not going to say anything until I explain why. So now it's time to explain my list. Um, you got your list on you? Let me see, dude. Because I have a lot of explaining to do about mine. Um, they're, they're very like, what the, what the, what the fuck on mine? But I have a legitimate reason, man. I have legitimate reasons why. So, if you don't if you don't have yours, I got it. I'm trying to find it. Where the hell is it? I don't know. But it's time for Edwin and Calvin's famous pound for pound list. Last time we did this, it was like it was a mirror image, one through ten. That's something that's never happened on Lace Em Up. With both of us having the exact same 10, exact same order. But now, we it's different again, which makes it more interesting. So, um, okay, I think I have my list. Alright, so, we going like we always do. Start from 10 to 1. Explain a little bit. That's all you need to know. And we're then it's a wrap. So, um, my number, my number 10 is Leo Santa Cruz. Look. I explained earlier, the kid's great. He's up and coming. That's all I have to say about that. So, my 10 is Leo Santa Cruz. No, 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 no. My number 10, okay, is Kovalev. Whoa. The thing, it just pissed me off. I'm a little bit frustrated with that. I'm tired of him and Adonis Stevens and fighting bums. Obviously, he might fight Ward next or whatever, but until I see it, I'm not going to believe it. All right. That's my turn. All right. My number nine is Danny Garcia. Look, he dropped a lot. The only reason why he dropped a lot is because, for one, you know, I really wasn't impressed with his last fight. 
two, I got a couple other people that's new that went up in the list. So, um, my and, and until Danny fights somebody like that's worth it, I think I'm gonna keep him at nine. So my number nine is Danny Garcia. My number nine got switched because I removed Vladimir Klitschko. Mm-hmm. So my number nine is Deontay Wilder. All right. Okay. Well, that's cool because my number eight is Deontay Wilder. Now, look, this is where I got the heat from. Everybody's saying, why are you such a fan of Deontay Wilder? Why does Deontay, Deontay Wilder deserve to be number eight? Look, man, I'm going to explain right now. This is the most exciting heavyweight American fighter in a long, long time. You know, not only is he big, he's super powerful, strong, and he has speed. You know, I I, I don't see anyone beating him. In the, in, I don't see, I do not see Tyson Fury beating him at all. I mean, yeah, he may still have a little work to do, but at the same time, you know, can I don't think nobody can stop this man until someone proves me different. And nobody can stop Deontay Wilder. He'll never, he won't come off my list ever again. And if he loses, we'll see, but he ain't coming off. So y'all can just go ahead and just, you'll be able to see Deontay Wilder from here on out. So number eight. Deontay Wilder. My number eight is Leo Santa Cruz. Ooh, nice. You want to? You want to? Takes on all comers, throws fifty-six billion punches. I just like the kid a lot. Okay, my number seven is Kovalev. I, I, yeah, he is possible loaded raps. I understand that, you know, but. Besides Andre Ward, it's it's it's, Ko- it's Kovalev, and like I said, I can't wait to see that fight. So number seven is Kovalev. My number seven is Danny Garcia. Woo, woo! You you he's know you know dominated at one forty, yeah, and he's at one forty seven. You know, he's had a couple of hiccups, but uh, I think he's great. Okay. He's good. I hate him, though. Yeah, I was about to say, you, for somebody you really hate, he's really high. Okay. No, I don't, I'm not that biased. Okay. That's cool. All right. My number six. Newcomer to the list of Calvin's Pound for Pound list. Terrence Crawford. Yes. He went from not ranked to number six. Like Edwin said earlier, dude's amazing. I really don't have nothing else much to say about it. Dude is freaking amazing. So, number six, Terrence Bud Crawford. My number six is Terrence Bud Crawford as well. <laughs> wow. Uh, if he keeps fighting like he did, he'll be number one. Ooh. All right. All right. Halfway through, number five, Saul Canelo Alvarez. Look. You know, uh, number five, Saul Canelo Alvarez. I give you that. We tie on that one. Too. Oh wow, I didn't notice that to now. But yeah, look, you know, he hasn't been talked about much because obviously, because he's fighting Liam Smith. You know, ever since he fought Amir Khan, you know, it's been quiet. You know, because the whole Triple G type stuff. But who cares about that? Um, Canelo deserves to be at number five, and I think he'll stay there. So, and you said he's your five too. 
Yeah. All right, well, my number four is Triple G. My number four is, is Triple G. What the hell? Hey, I, okay. All right. I think I see a pattern here. But anyway, <laughs> um, I'm like Edwin, you know. At first, you know, if you guys go back to like episode three or four, I wasn't too fond of Triple G. I felt like he wasn't ready. You know, because he wasn't fighting anybody, but he's come a long way, and I'm loving it. And I just hope that he stays on this this great streak that he's got going, and hopefully we'll get that Canelo Triple G fight. So, and he, yeah, we, I like it. All right, well, top three, number three. Hey, I think we got the same. I think we got the same number three. So, won't you go ahead like you always do? All right, Roman Gonzalez is my number three as well. Um, Evan, you want to explain a little bit about him? He's a little goon, dude. Uh, I wish he was bigger in weight so we could see some even better fight. But, I mean, the dude's beat the best in the world. He doesn't dodge anybody. If you're the best, he calls you out, and he goes after you. And he's got game. He's got every fucking tool you would want in the tool shed. He's like the Barry Bonds minus the steroids of boxing. Mm -hmm. Uh, It just sucks that he's in a crappy weight class, but he deserves to be number three. He's earned it. He's the shit. I like watching him fight. It's entertaining. Cool. Alright, number two is the guy who's coming back. Manny Pacquiao. It's only fair. It's It's only only fair. fair. Because you know what? Because you left your stupid-ass boy Mayweather on the list for five years. Hey, look, and if he decided to come back now, I'm going ahead and just let the cat out the bag. If he decided to come back right now, Andre Ward would not be my number one anymore. Anymore. You can't do that. You can't do that. Why not? Manny Pacquiao just jumped to number two from nowhere. You going to just give him number one and not see him fight? Yes. Hey. That's what you wanted. No, don't, Edwin, don't do it. Don't you do it. No. If Floyd came back, you know who's the number one head honcho in the game. If Floyd came back, it's going to be like Michael Jordan coming back from a second retirement to the Wizards, man. Don't give me that shit. But see, this time, Floyd would win. No, he's going to lose. Don't, man. Hey, so you mean to tell me, see, we get off subject. You mean to tell me if Floyd came back, where would he be on your list? He would be nowhere. That's that's very disrespectful of you right now, sir. How in the heck do you jump Manny Pacquiao to number two, but then you won't put Floyd on there at all? So what? He lost to Floyd. He didn't really retire. Even Bob Arum didn't let him retire, man. Come on now. Here you go, man. Hey. Hey, we can go all day with that, man. But anyway, and number one so is... Floyd would be number 6B for me. Are you? If he came in. That's right. foul, man. You're foul. Uh, I'll fuck with you. He'd be like number one with an asterisk. That's... <laughs> number one is Andre Ward. Look, pound for pound, best in the game right now. I hope he go ahead and demolish Kovalev, squash every doubter. And just take it over. And just take it over. Who else would he fight? And he had to move up. He had to move up. 
or he will fight Triple G. But until somebody until somebody proves me wrong, man, Andre Ward number one. Calvin has signed off number one, Andre Ward, and that's my ten. That's my ten. I'm with you on that too. All right, and ladies and gentlemen, that's the show for the week. So it's time for our favorite segment of the show. It's final words. Edwin, do you have final words? Final words. Look, guys. Some weird shit going on, okay? You got Melania Trump copywriting people. (laughs) (laughs) What do they call plagiarism? Yeah. Like, listen here, bitch, okay? (laughs) Write your own speech, okay? How fucking hard is it to write a speech? I don't even need a paper and a pen to talk to people. I just say what's on my mind. But why the fuck you gonna go and copy Michelle Obama shit, okay? That was just ludicrous. (laughs) Stick to Playboy magazine and your little bikini shoots, because you're a MILF. You're a MILF cougar. Yes, she is. So, she's a Smith. And, uh, you know, she's a smilf. And, uh, that's it, dude. You know, like, what the fuck is this? And, uh, let's see, final word. Um, when you go to the bathroom, you know what I'm saying? And you're playing Pokemon Go, that's some weird shit, okay? I don't know what these people are on playing uh, Pokemon Go all day. But what the fuck is this, man? You know what I'm saying? Like, seriously, dude? You're like, what, 36 years old and shit? And you're sitting here driving around before work. Playing Pokemon. Hey. What kind of crap is that, man? Who invented that shit? I almost hit like two people because of that shit. <laughs> so, that's your final words? The final words is. I don't know, man. I'm kind of stoned right now, so. My final thoughts. Alright, well. My Jedi is gone. No, I'm just kidding. Alright. Uh, my final words, man. Keep your head up. Enjoy your summer. Summer is almost over. Yep. Uh, you know, and. Keep listening to the show. All right, cool. Well, my final words is this. Edwin, I play Pokemon Go. And you know what? I freaking love it. And I'm going to tell you something. Final words is this. You one of the motherfuckers I almost hit with my car. No, no, I don't do that. I don't do it when I drive. I take my little happy black butt outside. And you know what? Ladies and gentlemen, if if that's what it takes to get a kid... Because right now, the world we live in, it's not like how Edwin and I, or even the listeners out there, it's not, how, it's not like how when we grew up, we had stuff. We went outside and played. We, If I saw Edwin bouncing a basketball and I didn't know him, I'd say, hey, you want to play? Yeah. No, kids don't do that nowadays. They sit in front of a TV. They play an Xbox. They got an electronic in their hand. No. Final words is this. If Pokemon Go is going to get your kid away from the, the crap that's out there now, and get exercise and go be a, a have some family time, then so freaking be it. Because you know what? I'm a Pokemon dad, and I freaking love it. <laughs> so, that being said, that's the show. Make sure to check out the website, 1515nav, all on the contents. You can follow me on Twitter, DreamChild21, Edwin's at Dr. Underscore Boom, Facebook page, Instagram, I'm about to possibly try to make a Snapchat. You know, if you're on Snapchat, you know, um, you can follow me on there. 
You know, uh, I think my name is Dream Cheese Six. I think Edwin's on there too now. Edwin, what's your name on there? Do you know? Where? Snapchat. No, I don't even remember what the fuck my oh, name is. He don't know. But anyway, um. Yeah, I will do that. So, hey. How do I find out? Hold on. Mine is Ducktail eight four six. There you go, Ducktail eight four six. So, hey, take the survey, subscribe to our show. I promise you, we're gonna have great shows coming up. And with that being said, I'm Calvin. I'm Edwin. Good fight, good night. Until next time, you know what to do. Have a good one. Don't like me, weather. Stop it.